Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. We're talking about whether or not the government hates you when the government is taking illegal aliens, giving them 24-7 weapons, making them law enforcement, and then having the illegal the armed illegal aliens working as law enforcement going to your door as an american citizen and taking your guns uh tim in billings thanks for calling tim good morning david uh yeah that they uh the politicians they absolutely do hate us and and i know people struggle with that because they're like why no there's no way they it's because most people are moral and good and they they, they can't even understand the concept of why you would have these authoritarian tendencies that it seems like so many that go into politics either have prior to going into politics or they get that little taste of they get that little taste of power and they go crazy and um, you know there's the old saying power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely and uh, you know they, they the reason they absolutely hate us is because we are standing in the way of their progressive utopia or whatever other idealistic idea that they have of how things should be. You know, heaven forbid we actually have a constitutional republic where, you know, the general public is in charge and the people who go to Washington, D.C. and to Helena and whatever other state capital, they're actually civil servants who are supposed to serve us and work at the behest of us. But uh, it's, it's absolutely disgusting, and, and our world is insane, and... Uh, our, our country is being destroyed uh, absolutely absolutely by design and and for people to not understand that they have to they have to take themselves out of their own shoes and and look at it from look at it from a perspective of dr. evil from the Austin power movies I mean you gotta you got to be insane these people are insane you have to think you have to think like they do they hate you. They want to destroy you. They want you to stop eating. They want you to stop breathing because you're useless eaters. You're breathing their oxygen. You're producing CO2. You are the carbon that they want to eliminate. <laughs> if that's, they want to eliminate carbon, you're the carbon life form that they want to eliminate. So and, here, uh, here's a couple of let – me, let me know what you think of these other reasons that – Maybe maybe these politicians hate us. Number one, we are the ones that are calling out their corruption and, and their stealing of money and special interest deals. And nobody nobody that's corrupt wants to be called out by 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 a citizen for being corrupt. Number two, we're all, uh, the American people are only here because of genocide, and so and so they don't like. And, and and the only reason that we have it good here in America is because of slavery and genocide, and therefore all of our well-being is totally unjustified. And so they hate us for that, too, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it, it's the entire the entire uh, ideology of the left is, is built on envy and greed and, and victim mentality. And, you know, it's the, it's the victimhood Olympics. It really is. That. We're up against the break. We're up against the break. Tim, hang on through the break here. If you want to come back, we'd love to have you back. We'll be right back. 
I'm Chad Pergram with the Speaker's Lobby. Distillers of American whiskey and bourbon were close to drowning in their own whiskey river. Instead, they avoided a torrent of tariffs. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, and other bipartisan lawmakers urged a halt to a plan to slap a staggering 50% tariff on distilled spirits produced in the United States as of January 1st. But an emergency truce brokered by U.S. and European trade negotiators blocked what would have been a substantial upcharge to sell American distilled spirits to the European Union. McConnell said the tariffs would have impacted thousands of people in the bourbon industry, but also farmers who produce corn and sometimes barley for the mash bill. European palates have grown more accustomed to sweeter American distilled spirits rather than smokier scotches. But some American producers won't send their product to Europe with the tariffs. And with the tariffs only suspended through the next presidential election, domestic distillers say that doesn't really create certainty in the marketplace, especially for a product which often ages for several years before it's ready to sell. With the Speaker's Lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With mostly sunny conditions across the area for today. High temperatures range from about 32 in Bozeman to 40 in the Billings area. For tonight, partly cloudy skies expected. Lows from around 20 in Bozeman, mid-20s in Billings. And then Thursday's outlook calls for breaks of sun and some clouds around the region. High temperatures from the upper 30s in Bozeman, mid-40s in Billings. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. We're talking to Tim in Billings. Tim, are you still with us? I am, David. Go ahead. So so there there was a... I'm not... I don't really follow pop culture much, but uh, Woody Harrelson has been around a long time. You know, he's been... He's kind of a, you know, he's an advocate for legalization of marijuana, this and that. But, you know, he he was a darling. He was in a lot of movies, this, that, and the other. Well, then he goes on Saturday Night Live, I don't know, about a year ago or so, and he makes a joke about how the biggest drug cartels in the world, they get together and they, they buy up all the politicians and they buy up all the media with this plan to force everybody to take their drugs. And uh, then if you don't take it, you'll get locked up this and that. And, and funny enough, the day after he does this, who comes out of the taxing? The media, who happens to be bought and paid for by the largest drug cartels, who are not who are not the Mexican drug cartels. They aren't these these uh, illicit drug cartels. It's the drug companies who True. also buy our politicians. It, it's so it's a it's a very concerted effort by a very small select group of people. You know, the George Soros of the world, I know it's, you know, it's people look at him and they think, well, how can one guy make such a big difference? He's made an entire life on collapsing economies by betting against their currency. That's what he's doing with the United States. He wants to collapse our economy because he's been betting against the dollar for 40 years. And what is happening to our dollar? It is being devalued more and more every day. Klaus Schwab is the the heir apparent of the freaking Nazis. I mean his father or grandfather was, was in the 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 Nazi hierarchy. And we're supposed to believe that this guy has our benefit in in mind when he wants to come up with all these crazy ideas about us eating eating bugs. Just eat the bugs. No, <laughs> you eat the bugs. We'll eat right. steak, buddy. Right. I just we these people are insane and we can't allow our good nature and our morality to prevent us from looking at them for what they are. They're evil, they're authoritarian, 
and we need to stand up to them. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. And I think a lot of people have a hard time, uh, a lot of people have a hard time accepting this notion that they hate us, but all the evidence is there. Thanks so much, Tim, for the call. Great call, as always. Um, really appreciate it. You said something there, Tim, though, that I really that I really liked, which is the, the fact that the big pharma is are the real drug dealers and the drug cartels. Remember remember the good old days when, when even Democrats used to, to mistrust big pharma? I watched a PBS Nova documentary that's on YouTube the other day on addiction. Found it very interesting. Um, it, it talked about uh, the opioid epidemic and how it started basically from from big pharma. Um, these these opioid manufacturers, um, they actually came out and said Oxycontin is not addictive. And so what the but the interesting thing about this PBS Nova, of course, is from a left wing pr- perspective, they do this huge, long documentary talking about how dishonest and horrible all the big pharma companies are and how how they lied about the addictiveness of the of oxycontin as as one example there there's obviously a bunch of others out there that they all lied about which is why there are multi-billion dollar nationwide class action settlements um including that montana has participated in and montana is going to be getting a bunch of money uh to help with opioid remediation issues etc cetera, etc cetera. but what this documentary was talking about was how Big Pharma basically lied, and there's a history, a history of these pharmaceutical companies lying. There's a history of lawsuits against these pharmaceutical companies over drug after drug after drug after drug that they lied about. That have horrible, horrible side effects that they lied about, and then people got hurt. People have been hurt. People have been killed because of these lies from the pharmaceutical industry. But what, what I thought was so interesting, okay, and so I'm, I'm actually interested in addiction as a topic. Number one, because I think it's, it's very, very interesting as a, as a spiritual and religious matter, and, and not just addiction to drugs and alcohol, but addiction to uh, the Internet, addiction to uh, your phone, social media, addictions to food. Um, there's all kinds of different addictions, and, and it's really interesting to me, and particularly because um, – I actually quit drinking alcohol, and I, I haven't had a drink of alcohol for seven years, so I have some personal experience with sobriety and, and all these different decisions we have to make. And you know, So, so the, left-wing, the left-wing narrative, though, on addiction is that it, it has nothing to do with willpower. It has nothing to do with spirituality. It has nothing to do with relationships and family and community. It has nothing to do with any of that. No, it's just it's a, it's a disease. You can't control it. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. That's garbage, in my opinion. It has a lot to do with willpower. It has a lot to do with spirituality. It has a lot to do with family and community. It has a lot to do with a lot of different things. It's one of the most complex uh, issues out there. It's not just some simple, oh, oh it's just a disease. No, it's, it's, it, there's no moral failing on anybody that's addicted to anything. Oh, yeah, there is. But anyway, what was so weird about this documentary was that the entire solution, the entire solution that they're pushing to the opioid epidemic is methadone and suboxone. That's it. More pharmaceuticals. Hey, 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 you, you guys got addicted to opioids and these opioids destroyed a, a huge uh, chunk of people's lives? The opioid epidemic has killed millions of people? I don't know if it's millions. Maybe it's not millions. But the opioid epidemic has killed all these people and the, the pharmaceutical companies lied about these opioids. But now let's trust them. Now let's trust them when they say that methadone and suboxone uh, are the, you know, the cure-all. And that's what these leftist Democrats are pushing out there is 
and 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 uh, uh, you know injection sites in the public, safe places, safe places for drug addicts to go and and shoot up heroin and fentanyl. That's their solution. Uh, give them places to do drugs in the open, legalize drugs, and then oh yeah, and then give them a bunch of new pharmaceuticals, Suboxone and Methadone. That'll fix our addiction epidemic. It's really unbelievable. That won't do anything but make it worse. Liberal Senator John Tester pretends to be just an everyday every man, but yet he's racked up over $1.2 million in restaurant bills at fancy Washington, D.C. restaurants. You know, I'll tell you what, that's why I'm really glad I went through Billings last diet. Because, you know, man, I got back from my last deployment. I was putting on the pounds and uh, couldn't get them off. And, you know, the thing is, is when when you get in that lifestyle where you just eat too much, it also gets to be really expensive, especially with the, the John Tester Biden inflation that we've got going on right now. So so thanks to Billings last diet, not only did I lose 33 pounds in under three months, I've kept it off four years later. But I'll bet you I've saved a lot of money. Uh, I've saved a lot of money where I'm not just going to get fast food because I feel like I need to eat right now. Uh, you save money. You lose weight. But more importantly, it's about your health. It's about being around for your kids and your grandkids. Check it out. It's the program that works. Billingslastdiet.com or call 294-6751. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. It has been a very open winter so far across Montana and the West. So what will El Nino bring us in the new year? USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says... A lot of what we've already been seeing. We're looking at the time period from January 2nd through 8th of 2024. We expect the relatively mild conditions to continue as we head into the new year. Near or above normal temperatures across the majority of the country. Cooler than normal conditions will be confined primarily to the southeast. And that's largely due to persistent cloud cover helping to hold down temperatures. So moving to the precipitation outlook from January 2nd through the 8th, we do expect our wettest conditions across the southern half of the country stretching eastward from California all the way through the southern plains into the Gulf Coast states into the southern Atlantic coast. Meanwhile, the northern half of the country, we are expecting mostly near or below normal precipitation. Greatest likelihood of having drier than normal conditions will be the Great Lakes and northeastern states. That is a forecast that is a classic El Nino forecast with wetter conditions to the south, milder and drier conditions as you head to the northern U.S. Livestock producers are definitely appreciating this open winter, not having to feed too much hay, but we're still all crossing our fingers that beneficial moisture will be coming in the weeks and months ahead. I'm Lane Nordblund. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. 406-294-0970, 406-294-0970, whatever you want to talk about. Got a message from Gordy. Uh, Gordy says, it seems to me that we spend all of our time trying to figure out why the leftist side is doing what they do. We need to figure, we need to, we need to forget trying to figure them out and just plain stop them. Our fault is we follow the rules even when the other side does not. Things need to stop. Amen, Gordy. I appreciate that, really. You know what I was thinking? First of all, I saw I saw a, t- a post on Twitter about how the Canadian trucker uh, rally or the Canadian trucker protest, um, despite the just horrific, horrific 
violation of rights that occurred after the Canadian government, you know, started going after the, these protesters and freezing their bank accounts and, and doing all these other things. But it was actually very successful. It actually got the Canadian government to back down on a lot of the vaccine mandates and the COVID insanity. Um, and I remember the, when those those freedom convoys uh, were happening here in Montana and we all went out. Actually, I got a strike on YouTube. I got my first community strike on YouTube because I put up I, I took a video uh, or it's actually a live stream at the Freedom Convoy rally here in Billings. And I was interviewing people and a bunch of people said 2020 was stolen. The election was stolen. So then I put it up on YouTube. They take the video down and they gave me a strike. They banned the, so a lot of those videos of, of those protests and stuff never even made it out on the YouTube or anywhere else because they got censored so quickly. But it's like, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, Gordy. It's like, you know, why? Why? That's why I was originally thinking for today's show. It's like, do I really want to talk about all this insanity coming from the the radical left and, and the Democrat Party and the testers and the Bidens of the world today? I mean, I think it's important that we expose them and, and, show, and show how absurd they are and criticize them and attack them so people don't fall for this stuff. But at the same time, you're right. We got to just stop them and we got to move forward with our own ideas and, and plans and strategies. And I've got a ton of them. We all, But then it's like we all know what we need to do. But I was thinking, I wonder, I wonder if there's a group out there or a person out there that would want to basically start a local protest movement um, and it's like, what, you know, we all are sitting here wondering, what can we do to stop the insanity? What can we do to stop the invasion? You know, and conservatives don't like to protest because just historically it's kind of been a, a thing for hippies to do. But uh, you, you kind of wonder, would it, would it be useful to basically get all of the conservatives out in every town across the state and, and take over the streets and have huge protests and demand that some of this insanity stop and demand certain changes. I don't know. I mean, I, I certainly would show up. Um, got a message from Amy in Helena. Um, Amy's talking about the ACLJ, the American Center for Law and Justice, with Jay and Jordan Seculo, which I do appreciate. Apparently, they said that Vivek, Chris Christie, and Ron DeSantis are the ones funding these uh, lawsuits against Trump to remove him from the ballot. Um, I haven't seen any proof of that. I'd be shocked if, if that's what Jay and Jordan Seculo said. Um, certainly would be curious. What's their proof? <laughs> Where are they getting that? Because most of those lawsuits are from Democrat groups and Democrats. So I'd be I'd be kind of shocked to, to see that uh, piece of information. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you've got it, Amy. Feel free to send it in. Um, but we were talking about uh, these EVs and how it's now $17 a gallon to fill up. Uh, an EV when you do an actual equivalent price of refueling and you take into account all this other stuff. Um, EV owners are experiencing what they're calling range anxiety in which the limited range of a battery charge uh, leads drivers to wonder if they'll get stranded. Is that what you want to be doing when you're when you're driving all anxious and, and depressed and worried because you don't know if you're going to get stranded? <laughs> This explains why EVs have sat unsold by the thousands at car lots across the country. Um, commercials continue to push these EVs um, despite uh, increasing reports of malfunctions, expensive repairs, deep ties to the Chinese Communist Party, and a lack of consumer enthusiasm 
for these expensive new products. And it's just, I, I, you just get the sense that everything is being forced on us. We are going to be forced to use EVs even though we don't want them. We're going to be forced to, to do all sorts of things that we don't want. These Democrats are governing against the will of the American people, and they don't care. And Joe Biden doesn't care. And John Tester doesn't care. And wh- where, why weren't they honest? Why wasn't Joe Biden and John Tester honest with us that they were going to pull $280 billion from Medicare's prescription drug program and put it into these EVs? Here's the craziest statistic, though. This, this is really one that I wanted to, to bring up because this is absolutely insane. These massive subsidies that our dollars are going into because of John Tester and, and Joe Biden goes into a giant rat hole. One California-based luxury EV manufacturer, Lucid, loses $430,000 on each vehicle it sells. So every single vehicle it sells, they're losing $430,000. But they're doing fine because of our taxpayer dollars. Stevens, high-level Biden White House officials meeting in Mexico today with the Mexican government about the border. Many Republicans say their position is clear. We believe in legal immigration. We don't believe in illegal immigration. We certainly don't believe and we certainly don't support the crisis, the, the, the madness that's happening at our southern border right now. Florida GOP Congressman Carlos Jimenez on Fox. Senate members, meantime, resume their border talks today as well. Israel still trying to find hostages held by Hamas. They have already launched several attempts, operations on the ground and underground, in order to rescue hostages, so far with very limited success, sadly. But that does not weaken our resolve. IDF spokesman Colonel Jonathan Conricus on Fox. America's listening to Fox News. There was this fantastic video that went viral on X about a Delta Airlines employee. Who's who's seen this? This is incredible. So there's this trans activist uh, that goes up to this Delta Airline counter um, and starts filming the Delta employee and then the Delta employee is talking to somebody else and, and says like oh and, and then sort of mixes up his pr- pronouns saying oh I'm, I'm talking to him or I'm talking to her or whatever he says and then this trans activist starts berating him for misgendering uh, this trans person and, and, and starts attacking him and, and talking back to him this Delta employee says okay you're getting a little bit aggressive. If you want to get escorted out of here by the Port Authority, I'll call them right now and have you escorted out of the airport. And this trans activist is like, okay, nope, so, sorry, nope, nope, I'll go, I'll, I'll go away, I'll, I'll deal with it. It is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, um, it, it's on X. Somebody had just tweeted out that Delta needs to put out a statement saying that this employee was 100% right, that we stand behind this employee. Uh, these trans activists going up and and then you know so you go this trans activist goes up to this trans let's let's just say it's a trans woman it's a it's a man that thinks he's a woman he goes up and then the the delta employee realizes hey you're a dude and then uses he you know he him pronouns and then the trans activist gets mad and then starts attacking this guy and he's like look you want to get escorted out of here by port authority i'll call port authority and have you escorted out of this airport right now and he's oh okay okay say no no i'm sorry sorry i'll, I'll deal with it it is fantastic. You gotta, you gotta love it. 
Um, <laughs> this is just shocking. Lucid, the EV manufacturer, losing $430,000 on each vehicle itself. Ford is also losing thousands of dollars on every single EV it sells. And so despite all of these problems, Joe Biden and John Tester continue to push the subsidization and the, the forced transition to EVs, even though they're garbage, they're extremely expensive to, to repair. You have to replace the battery after five or 10 years, and that's like 20 grand or 30 grand or something insane. These batteries are, are, are just a complete joke. Um, here was another story. I'm just going to kind of run through some stories here, folks. You guys tell me what you guys want to talk about. From the Federalist, queer activists are putting pornographic books in little free libraries. Uh, this is a story uh, about these little free libraries, which are basically um, basically just sort of like a, a box on a pole that they put in neighborhoods. And it says little free library, and then people put books in there, you know, and anybody can come up and, and borrow a book or put a book in. Well, there is uh, a person out there, the president of the Northern Indiana Atheists, he has raised a bunch of money to build these little free libraries in 2024 and specifically wants to share uh, LGBT books and pornographic material and then says he wants to put those books so that they're accessible by little kids. Think of that. I'm Hillary Barsky. The old adage, cash is king, no longer seems to ring true as phones take on more of the work of wallets and people rethink how much they still need to carry in cash. Four in ten Americans say none of their purchases in a typical week are paid for using cash, according to a survey from the Pew Research Center. Still, those who do carry cash, on average, it's about 67 bucks as of 2021. And if you still like to carry cash, how much should you keep even for emergencies? The Wall Street Journal spoke to financial advisors, executives, and security experts for advice on the best approach. One advisor recommends $30 just to cover small transactions, while many add that paying in cash might help curb overspending, since the emotional impact of spending with bills is greater than paying with a phone or credit card. And if you want to forego cash altogether, financial advisors say you should leave home with no more than two or three credit cards. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Have you heard of Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. 
It's David Noble filling in for Aaron Flint. We've got Dr. Dale Williams with Billings Last Diet in the house. Thanks for being here. Oh, you know what? Try it again. I'm not, I don't know what mic you're on here, but I'm struggling to have it come through for me. Mic three is on. Give it a mic test again. No, I don't know. We're not getting Mike 3 in here uh, to the producer. Uh, we were just talking about dieting here, and, and we'll, see, we'll see if Travis can get this figured out. But we were talking about dieting and, and how so many people, so many people um, know a little bit about dieting but no, don't know the whole story, don't know the whole thing. Uh, uh, we got Travis now in the studio running around looking for a mic. Mike 1 was having problems for me earlier if you caught the introduction to the show. The 6 a.m. Uh, oh my goodness! Now we're now we're just I'm, I'm hearing crackling because of the mic is getting plugged in and out. I'm trying to just cover time here because we got. Oh, I got an idea. Now now we're now we're cooking. We're transferring mic or we're transferring uh, studio headphone number one to mic number three here. Um, and and we're, we're yeah. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff going on here in the studio. I think we're just about we just about got it fixed. Uh, we're going to be talking about issues let's see if that works go ahead good morning all right thanks so much for being here sorry to be a technical difficulty no good, thing, good thing travis is here huh he got us all fixed <laughs> up so what did you want what did you want to, what were you saying that you wanted to talk about in terms of the well there's a there's a lot of people especially this time of the year um diet is a big thing come the first of the year people with new year's resolutions and people know a little bit about dieting, and so they'll take the little bit of knowledge that they have and try to apply it to a weight loss program that they'll start. And a lot of times it doesn't work because they don't have the whole picture. So they might say, I'm going to do, use some protein because I heard protein is good for dieting, or I'm going to do some keto because I know that's an important part of of burning fat as a source of energy, or I'm going to do uh, an exercise program. Well, when you use those little parts and pieces and put them together, it doesn't always work. Many times it doesn't work. So I like to look at it like a recipe. If you're going to uh, bake a holiday meal, for example, you have to make sure things are done in a proper order and with a proper se sequence or it won't come out. And that's what we have at Billings Last Diet. We have, we have uh, a good product, which will provide the amount of protein so that when you burn uh, when you lose weight, you burn fat and not muscle. We have the science behind it. And the most important thing is we have the education behind the weight loss. We can, we're going to teach the dieters about how that weight loss happens, but also how to keep it off for the rest of your life. And then we have a phenomenal support system there with, with the diet coaches to help with the education and, and to help implement that, uh, that process into their lifestyle. So, it's it's fun and exciting for us. So I watched this I watched this YouTube video the other day about a guy that did uh, uh, fasting, and he actually fasted for forty days. Yes. Now that there's there's that type of fasting, but then there's also sort of like just sort of temporary fasting. Yeah, inter How intermittent does that fa intermittent fasting is a is a big thing, and uh, we don't we don't use um, in our protocol we don't use intermittent fasting. But I will tell you personally, I am an intermittent faster. I think there's huge benefits to the intermittent fasting. It gives the body a break. Uh, from the the constant barrage of of carbohydrates and sweets that spike the insulin levels, and so yeah, fasting can be a component. And we do have dieters who implement it in in their program, but it's not a part of the program that we teach. Yeah. So how long how long would do you, do you do it? 
for the intermittent fasting. So for me personally, I'm a, I'm a, I don't eat breakfast. Okay. Because uh, I was about to say, I'm, I, I, I feel like I do intermittent fasting yeah. without even trying because I just, I, my stomach can't handle breakfast in the morning. Sure. Just so I don't eat breakfast, so I won't eat until noon. You know, so and that's um, what what that does. It gives the body a break, gives it an opportunity to go into a little bit of ketosis. So ketosis has been uh, thrown around now for about eight or nine years with keto and such. We've been teaching uh, the program uh, the the physiology, how the body works with ketosis for 14 years. But using fat as a primary source of energy uh, is what happens when you go into ketosis. When you run out of energy for the day, glucose or glycogen, which is little packets of glucose stored in your liver and in your muscle, your body is going to start to use fat for a source of energy. And at the end of a long period of not eating, an intermittent fast, then you... uh, uh, we'll start to use ketones. You'll go into a bit of ketosis. So what what does Billings Last Diet do that w- would have have the body burn fat instead of muscle? Because, like, for example, in some of the YouTube videos I've yeah. seen on fasting, it mostly, it mostly uses up muscle first. That's correct. So, uh, and this is where the education has to happen. Your body is going to utilize energy according to the ease of breaking it down. So the easiest thing to break down is glucose. That's readily packets of energy, sugar that is stored in the blood. Once that blood uh, glucose is gone, the body is going to or is depleted. Then it's going to go to the next easiest thing to burn as a source of energy. Protein happens to be the next easiest thing. And when you're not eating, muscle is the source of protein that it has. So it's going to use protein and it'll simultaneously use fat. So with Billings Last Diet's protocol, we say we need to give you the ideal amount of protein so that when you are burning fat, you're not or when you're losing weight, you're burning fat and you're not breaking down protein. Or else it goofs up your your base metabolic rate. How many calories you burn is primarily based off of your muscle mass. So you want to spare the lean body hmm. mass or muscle mass. So so how how closely do you have to track your food intake then to get there? So with our with our protocol, there's no guessing. You're, there's no counting. There's no not. You just eat what we, the diet coaches say. You eat what's on the sheet, and you do some measuring of. Uh, but there's not there's not a lot of tracking. It's not a complicated process. Um, what does happen toward the end of the weight loss phase as you go into stabilization, though, is you, you are going to become more aware of what we call your macros, how many carbs, how many proteins, how many fats you're eating, because the education side uh, is important for keeping it off for the rest of your life. You can't go back to the way you were eating and expect to keep the weight off. <laughs> so it has to be a, a long-term process, which is what we're, we're hoping for. It is so hard to eat healthy in our society where there's so much garbage food. And, you know, I saw a statistic. I saw a news story about this. It was something incredible for, for kids For kids in America are getting like 70% of their calories from ultra-processed foods. Yep. And those ultra-processed foods are designed, literally designed by scientists to be addictive. I mean that that's they have re- their research and development department that is that is what they do is how can we get people to like it to eat more of it um, the food industry is not interested in your health and that is a that's a hard statement for people to swallow but they are not they are interested in moving product and getting you to buy product so they're going to do anything in order to uh, promote its use and overuse which is why we have an obesity epidemic. They're interested in your pocketbook only. And so you need to be responsible for your health. So we like to say, if you know how your body works, you can make it work to your advantage. 
But if you don't know how your body works, the food industry is going to take advantage of it and make it work to their advantage. Right. There's definitely uh, addictions to food out there, right? Absolutely. Uh, I heard you talking earlier about uh, opioid uh, crisis that we have and with addictions. And and food is very, very similar. Um, The sugar industry is... Well, we're, we the mic is no longer working. It suddenly just try try again. Okay. Well, you're you're saying the the sugar industry is similar to the tobacco industry in in terms of what they're putting out there and stuff like that. I saw. I I mean, I saw. I was watching a documentary about this whole issue uh, the other day, and basically basically saw that. Um, what they found is they do they do brain scans they do brain scans of people and what they found was that uh, severely obese people had similar brain scans uh, of of highly addicted people that were addicted to to, to drugs. Let's, let's check Mike. Nothing. You're work, you're on. Yep, you're, there? You're, you're working. Very yeah, good. You're, you're, but but yeah. So I, I was basically saying like. I saw this thing and it was like looking at obese because you can do brain scans and you can actually see people's brains changing from addictions. Functional MRIs, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was I was surprised to see that they look at uh, severely obese people's brains and they actually see similar types of structural changes that you would with meth addiction or opioid addiction and and they have problems uh, getting the natural dopamines without that food addiction because they've overwhelmed their system with dopamine hits because of the, all of this food that they've been eating over the years and using it improperly. If you look, if you look at the cascade, the, the process of your body producing that dopamine hit that, that, uh, that, that addicts are looking for, it's the same process whether you're using um, a drug, a street drug, or sugar. The, the process is very similar. So with, with Billings Last Diet, I mean, how are you dealing with people that are coming in, they're wanting to diet, they're wanting to, to get healthy, but it's not just, hey, educate you on the right types of food. You're actually trying to fight and potentially an addiction. Yes. And so, and um, we have referred people to, uh, to counselors, to psychologists, to help with some of the addictive things, but it's, it's a lifestyle change. That's why um, we need a period of time to make the change in a lifestyle. You don't decide on... On New Year's Eve or New Year's Day that um, I'm going to make a lifestyle change today. It doesn't happen immediately. It takes a process of time. All right, we're up against the break. We'll be right back. Fox News commentary. Colorado upends democracy under the guise of upholding democracy. Will Donald Trump really be off the ballot? I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Colorado has decided that partisan judges are able to save democracy by denying and forbidding the will of the people to vote for who they choose. Four activist judges took it upon themselves to be your voice and your vote in Colorado, citing the 14th Amendment and alleging Trump incited an insurrection on January 6th. Peacefully and patriotically let your voices be heard is not incitement to insurrection. And they know this, and the courts know this, and it'll, God willing, be overturned by the Supreme Court. But they don't care. They just want to stir up more drama around Donald Trump because they can't win with candidate Joe in a fair fight, so this is what they do, and all from the party that claims democracy is on the ballot. If we're going to take someone off the ballot, it should be Joe Biden for allowing millions of illegals to invade our nation. If you ask me, that right there is treason. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. This is where Montana talks. Julie in Whitefish. This seems like everything is is tense, right? And mm. a lot of people are just reacting instead of responding. God is the one that gives us grace. He's the only one that can take a wild heart and tame it. And we all can benefit from some wisdom 
even a fool is considered wise when they hold their tongue, okay? <laughs> so a lot of us... I try to remind myself of that one as much as possible. <laughs> I, I sometimes forget. Secure in America. On Tuesday, U.S. naval ships shot down three Houthi-fired Iranian-provided missiles in the Red Sea. The first time Navy assets have shot down a hostile weapon there. American F-18s also shot down several drones. That follows retaliatory strikes launched by the U.S. against Iranian-backed Hezbollah militants in Iraq after an attack Monday on the Erbil Air Base injured three American service members, one critically. Florida Republican Congressman Michael Waltz expressed his frustration on Fox. We have put significant assets in the region, air defense assets, bombers, an additional aircraft carrier, and now have a multinational coalition of ships in the Red Sea, and yet the attacks keep continuing. Waltz is also suggesting a shift in policy towards Iran. The best thing we could do for Israel right now is reverse course on Iran, cut off the cash, and hit Iran back where it can. Call today at 406-640-4444. Hey, this is so cool. You guys are going to want to act fast. You're going to want to get your tickets. You're going to want to book a whole table if you can. Seth Dillon, the CEO of the incredibly popular Babylon Bee website, is going to be in Billings, Montana this February. We had a great conversation, got to catch up with Seth Dillon here recently, talking about all the censorship and how the Babylon Bee didn't bend at Casting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios, trusted by the Northwest, Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. It's Dave. Whoa, it's, it's David. No, oh my goodness. I need to turn something down here. It's coming into my earphone so loud. Uh, can you turn those knobs down? There we go. Keep going. Keep going. Keep. That's not impacting my headset. But anyway, let me um, let me let me turn it over to uh, Dr. Dale Williams here to talk about what you can do if you're interested in Billings Last Diet. Um, we have uh, the the key for for weight loss is is education, and so we start the education process by having um, those that are interested come to one of our seminars, and so we have a seminar uh, this every Wednesday at noon. We have a seminar. And then uh, tomorrow evening, we have our evening seminar at, uh, at 6 o'clock. And then the next Tuesday, we have another evening seminar. During that time, we'll talk about the science of weight loss, how your body works. We'll also introduce you to the program that we utilize. It's a, a no-pressure uh, seminar. There's, we're not going to high-pressure anybody into anything. So we tell people that when you come, you should get the information you're looking for. And you, you should come back empowered, meaning learning how your body works. Whether you start the program or not, you can find out uh, um, a little bit of science of how the body works and, and information you can utilize for success. And then we, we make it fun. It's a, it's a fun seminar. So noon on Wednesday, 12 o'clock on noon on any Wednesday, and uh, 6 o'clock tomorrow evening, and 6 o'clock on the following Tuesday, January 2nd. So. And then people can just Google Billings Last Diet or what? You bet. Or BillingsLastDiet.com is our website. You can go and you can sign up for the for the seminars. Or you can give us a call, 2946751. Diet Coach would be happy to visit with you. Well, thanks so much. You uh, you just saved me here because I had to put my mic down and run around <laughs> and try to turn down the outputs over there. So thanks for the save. <laughs> you bet. Good, good to meet you, David. Yeah, good to meet you. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you.
All right, folks. Well, we are going to have John Jackson joining us in studio here at the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, so you're not going to want to miss that one. Uh, so stay, stay tuned for that. So we had the story about the, uh, the little libraries. We got a story. Uh, James Biden used the family name to trade $600,000 loan for promise of foreign funding to health firm. And then you've got a check from Sarah and James Biden to Joe Biden for $200,000. We could talk about the Joe Biden corruption all day long. The, the most shocking, by the way, Ted Cruz has a podcast. He's recently done a three-part series with Representative James Comer, chair of the Oversight Committee, uh, talking about what they found on um, Joe Biden. And there's a couple, there's two pieces of evidence that have come out recently that are really key. Number one, okay, well, I take that back, Th three. Number one, we now have the copies of the checks where the Biden family member paid money to Joe Biden that they had received from these uh, foreign corrupt enemy sources. Okay, number two, remember the mayor of Moscow had given millions of dollars to Hunter Biden? Some, some Russian oligarch had paid millions to the Bidens? And then when Joe Biden put in sanctions on the Russian oligarchs, every single Russian oligarch was included on Joe Biden's uh, sanctions list, except for the Russian oligarch that had paid the Biden family millions of dollars. Isn't that, I mean, and then you've got, I couldn't believe this, in Politico this morning, they're continuing to push the line about how there's no evidence of any wrongdoing by Joe Biden. Really? Well, how does he explain, uh, it's like Yekatina Batarina or somebody's this Russian oligarch that they left off the sanctions list because they'd paid the Biden family millions of dollars. More importantly, we've got the text mess or the, the text messages or the emails from Hunter's laptop talking about how Hunter Biden was holding 10% for the big guy uh, for Joe Biden on this particular deal and this particular uh, shell company that they had. Uh, you know, the fact that they even had like 20 or 30 shell companies and they're tr laundering money through it, uh, that alone is, is very strong evidence of, of criminal activity. So what happened, though? Four hundred thousand. They get a four hundred thousand dollar payment into the shell company, and guess what? Forty thousand dollars went to Joe Biden, and we got the check for it. We got a copy of the check, a forty thousand dollar check from the shell company or one of the Biden family members. I can't remember which. Or you know, I think it went to it went to James Biden, and then James Biden wrote the forty thousand dollar check. But you could trace that back to the four hundred thousand dollar check. So we now have direct, direct evidence of Joe Biden profiting off of the Biden family's corrupt influence peddling scheme. Really, really bad stuff. We got John Jackson in the house next right after this. You're not going to want to miss it.